down the street and they see me, I feel like a ghost. Niggas ain't putting in time, but I'm doing the most. Open the fridge, all I see is some butter and toast. Need me some paper, my girl wanna live on the coast. Damn, T-Bay, you smoke that shit down to the roach. Fuck all them niggas, you know I be minding my own. Gotta go hard in the paint like Carl Malone. Sunday morning talking to the pastor Trying to keep it cool but my life's a disaster Devil on my hip, hard to run with my ass Why, why am I here man, I wish I knew the answers What you know about being in a room full of people Everybody looking at you like Casper I, I don't need the fame, I just hope it comes faster Do it for my city like I ball on the Raptors You little MCs need pampers Baby wanna sit up on my lap like Santa Whoa, whoa now, feel like I don't got nowhere to go now Watch the sunrise, now I'm watching it go down Get a ticket to the show now If you don't know what well you know now I walk down the street and they see me I feel like a ghost Y'all ready to start this shit? Yeah Absolutely Alright, what episode is this? 14? Yeah It should be season 2 But y'all had to We're doing season Season 2 Alright Episode 14. (laughs) All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the Mo's and Woes podcast. This is your host, ZB. You know, we got ZQ in here. We got Kojo, a.k.a. Filth. What a dude. We got got Craig. And we got Uh, uh, producer uh. Lynchos. Yo, yo, yo. Back in this after a week and a half break. Right, mm-hmm. we can have. Yep, yeah. So, um, yeah, we in here, fresh off All Star Weekend down in Charlotte, where your mo's were live and direct. Yep. Uh, what y'all Canadians do this past weekend, huh? Get snowed <clears throat> in. <laughs> something like, something <laughs> like that. Y'all niggas ain't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys nah, are carrying the Mo's are carrying the whole interaction on Instagram. I know we making y'all look good. Yeah, making us look lit. Yo, who keep posting all those memes on there? <laughs> I wonder, bro. We, we know Facts. who it is. We we know who. All right. It is. I like it. The only person that gets on Twitter and looks at these memes. Yeah, man, said Alex. Alex. <laughs> Alex. I think I think I think I think the listeners know who it is too. The meme say were nuts. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. nuts. Toxic Kings. <laughs> toxic Toxic Kings, man. Kojo don't want us to be Toxic Kings. What's I up know, with that? Right? <laughs> yeah, facts. Yo, oh, I'll just yeah, that was nuts. Like, if, we're, if, we're, if we're gonna be toxic, that's fine. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about mean, it. You know, I'm about it. I mean, I don't, don't want to be toxic, but I am. So that's why, you know, I thought, I thought you were coming like, yo, I want to have a real question. I just want to answer it truthfully, you know. I mean, let's let's <clears throat> let's uh let's transition into that, ZB. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what was the conversation again? Oh, oh, okay. You posed a question in the group chat. You said. If a girl hits you with, what are we? 
or what are we like doing? What are we what are we doing slash what are we? Does that mean you have to cut her off? Like is it over then? And you said <laughs> Well, you asked the question, so I asked the question. Lynch said yes, right? Right. Coach what did you say, Kojo? I said yeah, but I guess it depends on what you want. <laughs> like <laughs> knowing, like, knowing Zeke, I know Zeke, you probably not ready for a relationship right now. So, that I, at that point, I'll say, Yeah, like, I'll keep it a buck with her, let her know that honestly, this is not what I want right now. I just want to have fun. If you're about that, cool. If you're not, then we both go our separate ways. Mm. Yeah, but that just sounds so boring, though. <laughs> hey, man. It's like, where's the fun in that? Like, tell them, like, Oh, I mean, you know, if you're telling somebody that, like, Oh, I'm just trying to, like, have fun this system right now, that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, oh, we can't be something in the future. No, no, for sure. And, mm-hmm. like, me, I'm just the type of person who's, like, I'm not, like, the obsessive type. Like, I'm not going to be all up on you, like, calling you 24-7, like, ask you to hang out 24-7. When we just start talking, you know what I mean, just start hanging out, like. For sure, for I sure. just think that just comes off, like, <clears throat> unattractive, in my view, I'm like some girls might like that, but then I know some girls like, oh, I hate like a press nigga. I hate a nigga that's like always in my DMs. I mean, I'm to me always asking me to hang out, calling me unannounced. Like, you know what I mean? I just try not to be like that, yeah, or whatever. But like, I think this comes back to what we've been talking about is how people rush into relationships for sure. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, especially with a girl that you said you've only seen. A handful of times. <laughs> a handful of times, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care how long we've been talking. If I've only seen you X amount of times, that's not getting to know you. At all. You know what I mean? That's not getting to see how you enter. Why would I just jump into something with somebody that i only seen on their best days? You know what I mean? Like, just not, mm. just not how it is, man. So, I think for our listeners, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what y'all thinking of this, but me personally, I think that these days you need to talk to somebody for a good solid six months to a year before you guys are really making making an official. It's true, bro. Six months to a year, fam. A solid. So is this is this is this a brand new person or is it somebody who you no, like? like you could be exclusive already. and only committed to that person, but like I don't think you guys should just be like diving into it like seriously until like six months to a year. Because think about it, like. Like, ZB, for example, you know what I mean? Like, how long did it become for you and me to be, like, really, really close friends? Like, we was always cool in high school, but it took, like, some years for us to be really, really close friends. Yeah. You got to take that into consideration with relationships. Like, do you really know somebody <clears throat> in six months that you don't see every day on a daily basis? I mean, not yeah, not really. Like you said, you might text somebody every day, but that's just a text conversation. Like, you're not really physically with them. You haven't, like, seen how they operate, like, in person and when you introduce them to your friends and family and shit like that. So, I, I yeah, I don't see how you can get into a relationship with, with someone that hasn't been in those type of environments or at, not all of the environments, but at least something. It's like, right. you've only been one-on-one with her, right? Like, has she met anybody that you know? I mean, besides your roommate, probably? Maybe? <laughs> nope. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. What she's asking? What are we? <laughs> what are we just talking? <laughs> yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. So, like, this is just for future residents. Like, if you in a situation with somebody and they ask you that, I just think the response should be, like, oh, we're figuring this out. Like, what is the big problem with us trying to, like, oh, I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to get to know you. Like, what is the big deal? Because these days, I'm not just out here dating just to be fucking dating. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it depends on, like, um, you know, not to be, like, PC Kojo, but... Like, what do you want out of it? <laughs> nah, but like, <laughs> like it depends on what you want out of it. Like, do you really want to, are you going to make the time and effort to go see her? Like, are you trying to go see her in person? Like, you're carving out time of your week uh, to chill with her? And if that's, if that's a yes, then, okay, maybe you want something more out of it. But if you just cool it, like, if you cool with just texting her, <laughs> seeing her randomly, maybe she comes over, you hit. Same thing, two months go by, <laughs> and you see her again, like, then, I mean, I don't think anything's coming out of that. Yeah, I think your situation is different, because you've only, like, been on, seen her, like, one, like, one-on-one in person a handful of times. But then now I question you, like, when is the point where, like, you know, like, you know, the talking stage is over, like, you finally felt you know that person? For me, it's when she finally lets me see her without makeup. And she sees you without makeup? Yeah, if she lets me see her without makeup, that's when I know she's fully comfortable around me and, like, she doesn't care and that, you know, like, she's happy around me. Like, that's when I know I'm like, okay, like, you know, see? this girl's cool. She's chill. Like, that's the thing you be dating. You be dating cake faces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many of us? How many? How many of us don't aren't dating cake faces these days? Let's be real. They love their makeup, man. Mm, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, but at the same time, though, like, I still feel like it's something like you can't put a timeline on. I feel like you just kind of know when you know. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. there's definitely been situations where I've dated people, and I'm just like, oh my god, this person's so dope after the second date. And then it's people that I kind of grow to kind of, like, have strong feelings for, like, later down the line. And it might be a certain situation that we go through. It might be a conversation that happens or, you know, just that one time y'all hang out that just completely, like, turns the switch on. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's a timeline to put on, like, oh, like, when it's time to, like, settle down with somebody and do that. Yeah. Like, I, I think we maybe mentioned earlier in an earlier episode, like, I don't know for like I think Lynch mentioned it and I mentioned it like I have a I would say I had a checklist not even like a something that you write down but just like a mental checklist maybe that you keep where it's like okay if she does this or if she can hang out with so and so if she can if if I receive good feedback about her and things like that then yeah that's like checking another box that is making sure okay yeah she's worth my time or not you know, right. And if she if she's constantly failing <laughs> tests, you know, especially if it's something that you really value, like she, you know, she can't hold a damn conversation with your friends or just can't be in a social setting or same thing with family um, or she's just not really making time to, you know, hang out with you. Then, OK, yeah, that, then that's not worth your time. So, right. Right. It's like a mental right. checklist that I think that you have to keep for someone um, to make sure that they're worth your time moving forward. I agree. I agree. So, next question I would say is, what is a good timeline between, like, 
your last breakup and your next relationship? Like, what is a good timeline for you guys and for the listeners as well? When do you guys feel like you're ready to hop into something new? Like, do you guys this have is a com- timeline? This is completely different, I feel like, for guys when it, than, than girls. No, it is. It like, is. When so, girls get out of a relationship, they have a completely different timeline than guys when they get out of a relationship. I agree. Yeah. I think it's I think it's hard to put a timeline on, especially depending. It really depends on how how your last relationship ended, right? Mm-hmm. If it ended if it ended messy, definitely your timeline is gonna be longer, opposed to you having like probably like a mutual breakup or something like that. Like you know what I mean? Right. Right. Now so I, I agree. Think, I agree. So I, so I think there's there's certain factors that would have to play into determining your timeline, mm-hmm. especially also everybody's different. Yeah. But if we're to put a real number on it, a timeline, I'd like to say probably close to a year, maybe. Question though: yeah. This might be generalizing, but like, do y'all see guys? Like, have you seen a lot of instances where guys are hopping in and out of relationship, in and out of relationship, in and out of relationship? as much as girls, as some girls do. I'm not saying all girls do this, but, like, I've seen more instances where girls do that than than when than guys doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is no diss to my white friends at all, man. But, like... <laughs> Y'all are some lover boy. <laughs> yeah. Y'all Yo. love being in relationships, man. I'm just... I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it in the bag, but honestly, not really for dudes, man. I feel like with dudes, man, like everything is about like the trophy. You know what I mean? Like I, it needs to be the right one. It needs to be the best one that I can show off. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I don't want to generalize because I, I feel like they should speak for themselves. But yeah, like, I'm just from a you know from afar. That's what it just kind of looks looks like a bit. You know, like Lynch but, would say, man, like. It's part of their rebrand. You know what I mean? I think just it's just part of the female rebrand. Like, all right, like you had to say, you get out of a relationship, you're going to be hurt for a little bit, and then you meet some dude, and then you kind of just, like, push things a little too soon. Maybe it may work out or it may not work out. But I see too many times where, like, women jump out of one thing and then in the next thing, and you're like, oh, wow, I guess they found somebody. And the next thing, no, that's over with. And then it's over until the next thing. Like, I just... I just don't think it's it's right to be introducing that many people into your personal life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and for you to sure. be getting to to get in, letting someone get to know you on that level in your personal life that quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, based off of that, uh, go back to the earlier topic, like you said, of like, you know, when a girl hits you with "What are we?" or "What are we doing?" Uh, maybe your choice to avoid that is maybe like you start ghosting them. Like, so how do you, uh, how do you, how do you handle get like getting ghosted? I mean, are are you asking how am I ghosting or how am I handle getting ghosted? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. I mean, you're a snake. Uh, we'll get back to you, Zeke. I want to hear other men's perspective. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> <laughs> So what is it? How do, how do I handle, handle being ghosted? Being, or yeah, how, do how do you ghost? handle getting ghosted, man? Well, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, 
like to uh, roll up some <laughs> green stuff and eat my sorrows away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, um, yo. But what's the yo, situation? Why are we getting, why are we, exactly, like, situation? why are we back on me again? Why are we trying to get into my hurt? <laughs> <We're not> a, <laughs> okay, all right. Let's no one's saying anything. Every week is a new hurt. Every week is a new hurt. I want you to feel like that nigga right now. So how do you handle when you ghost people? Like, what do you do? When I ghost them, so <laughs> right now, actually, I'm trying to distance myself with, from somebody. And, like, I was telling Lynch, like, she's on clockwork. Like, if I don't respond to the text, she'll snap. If I don't respond to the snap, she'll DM me the, the meme on Insta. <laughs> so I was telling Lynch, I'm like, yo, watch, watch me not answer. And then I'm like, yo, Lynch, bet. Is it going to be the snap, the Insta? Or even the phone call. The phone call was a wild card. That was a, that was a, that was a double or nothing. Still a wild card. So he bet on he bet on he, he bet on the snap still. And yo, uh, the man, I think I owe the man five bucks because it was nuts. That's nuts. Clockwork. Bro. Okay. But um, honestly, like I realized, like I had a conversation with one of my other boys this weekend. I was like, yo, these things are literally acting like niggas these days. So it's like, man, you can't really. You can't really get pressed. I've been working on not getting mm-hmm. pressed by their little actions and their little games they play. You can't, bro. So I, no. You can't still. You just got to let them do it. And then, yo, know, when they come around not acting like a thought, they will. Because you, you got to understand, though, bro. Like, girls, they have options, too. You know what I mean? It's not like they just, like, solely focus on you. Like, there's always going to be some nigga that they, like, going back and forth on Snapchat. Some dude Facts. that they, like, respond to their DMs. But... Oh yeah, we'll link soon. Oh, we never gonna link soon. Like mm. stuff like that. Then you got the dude that, that texts them all the time, and then you got the dude that they currently smashing. Like it's always going to be like options on the table. Just like a single nigga will keep a roster. Like these girls are starting to keep rosters now. Yeah, hey. facts. So and I don't blame them, bro. We toxic nah. out here. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't blame them, bro. But what, in terms like in terms of like what has anybody else been ghosted by a girl in the group? I have, I have, but yeah. ZB don't want me to talk no more. So. But like ZQ, nah. how do you handle like? <laughs> I don't want to open up the platform to everybody. I know ZQ guys, you know. But how many stories. like okay, how many messages are you guys sending after like she's not responding? Like you send the hey, <laughs> then after that you're sending a Snapchat. She opens it. She doesn't reply. Nah. How long do you give up? I'm gonna keep it a bag. I'm gonna keep it a bag. I said two, man, and then I realized like, oh shit, yeah. How far do you guys go? Yeah, I think it's like like, give up, really. I think it's like the uh, the video. I think we all saw it with Capri on Instagram, the comedian. He was saying how he takes a shot in the DMs. He responds to a girl's story. And then if she sends, she just likes the message, doesn't say anything back. He's like, "All right, all right, I got pride. I'm gonna delete that message I sent, and I'm gonna respond to a next story." Like, so I mean, it's different ways of handling being ghosted. You can keep shooting your shot, keep shooting your shot, but I feel like after what, like maybe three, three messages where you're like, "Yo, what's up?" or next day. Same thing. No response. All right. Like, okay. Third time. Copy, time. copy. Like, third time's a charm, fam. This is this is how I get caught. I get caught because like on day number three, the she'll she'll snap me back. Except obviously it's one of those mass snaps. <laughs> but I get giddy like, oh damn, she finally responded. Say less, say less. I got this. And then day four comes and it's like, damn, she was sending that to all oh, men still. 
Like this ain't going nowhere. Story. <laughs> oh, it's on her story. No, the the, the story ones hurt still. Just... They send it to you and then they put it but on the story. The, but that that's the worst. Yeah. What's worse? You but at the end, you you she sent it to you, put in a story, or you text her, she don't respond, and then you see a post a story. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I think the latter still. I think the latter, because at least when she's sending the story, she's like thinking of you too. She's like, oh, let me put this as my story, but let me just send it to you too. You know? <laughs> but the other one is like, yo, why is this nigga texting yo, me? And I'm living so my best bad. life, and I'm living my best life. Like, yeah, like that's that's I bad. I know you got my fucking text. You over here taking a selfie? <laughs> like, yeah, that one, that one hurt. Were you send the text? You don't reply. Yeah, yeah. like Kojo. I mean, I think. ZB, I'm sending one text, and that's it. That's it. Nah, you can't do one, bro. Nah, I'm gonna I keep s- it back, bro. It recently happened to me. Like, I was talking to this chick. <laughs> I was talking to this chick, bro. We was texting, and, like, all of a sudden, the conversation ended. So, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it, like, a few days. Texted her back, and next thing you know, man, I got, like, the green message sent as a text message. So, I'm like, <laughs> now, is that a block? <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. Like, is that a block, or does she just, like... Or does she have an Android? Maybe no. ZQ like shit. <laughs> it's not an Android either. It was, it was yeah. 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 It said sent this text message. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, like, did she block me? Mm. Like, I, or did she just so that's, not get the message? So that's, hop a, out of train. that's another question. How, do you, how long do you usually wait to text a girl after you get their number? Uh, I typically. Two days? No, 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 no. I'm talking about a few days after she stopped responding to the first conversation. After mm-hmm. I get the number, bro, I'm typically doing next day. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta think about it, bro. She goes out at night, you get the number. Think about how many other niggas she might have gave that number. She might have yeah. gave that number to one or two more dudes that night. Like, yeah. if you wait till Monday, she might have already had an amazing conversation with yeah. the dude at the first bar that she met. And then you text her, just kind of like, okay, this is overwhelming. I can't entertain this many niggas mm-hmm. at once. Why don't you just call her the same night so she knows it's you? Call her so you got it and see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, question Z, like the one that you're talking about, how long were y'all talking before I guess she goes to me? Bro, we literally texted for like a day and then like. It was like it was like a day, and then I just waited like a few days or a week, hit her back, and then I got the green message with the sent as text message. But she never followed me off Instagram, so I was like, "Hold up, what's going on here?" Like, huh. yeah, that's pretty weird. Mine was hilarious, bro. Tell Mine me. was absolutely hilarious. Lynch knows the story. Absolutely comedy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess I don't know. One day, I guess because I know I know like me and a couple of some friends were making some jokes on Twitter. So just making bear jokes, bear jokes. And I guess like a girl that they know um, I've been following, she DM'd me like laughing at one of my jokes. And then we we're talking through DMs, talking through DMs, talking through DMs. Um, got her number, talking for a few days, blah, 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 blah. So it's probably like a week now we're talking. She said that she's out. She's like, okay, I'm going to this club. Like, um, I don't even want to be there. So we're like, yo, we're just going to talk and like play those like fucking iMessage games. So cool, cool, cool. She said she gets there. I message her, she doesn't reply. I was like, okay, bet. Mm. That's weird. I was like, yo, she's probably having fun. It's her night out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Went to bed. <laughs> text that's what you like to think. Text, yeah, so text <laughs> the next day. I was like, hey, what's up? How was your night? No message back. I'm like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> like, we're, like, we've been talking, like, on and off, like, straight through the day, like, for, like, a week now. 
was like, hey, this is weird. Like, she's not even messaging me back. I'm just going on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. I see her tweet something. Like, yo, why does this always happen to me? And I'm like, what the fuck? Is she talking about me? Like, yo, what did I do? I didn't even do anything. And then... Sub. The subliminal. The, the subliminal. <laughs> like, I tried not, like, I didn't think, like, yo, this girl's can't be talking about me. Like, what the fuck? But I realized, like, yeah, like, she was, like, it really was about me. Because I guess the whole time she was, she DM'd me and she was talking to me, <laughs> she thought I was Lynch. <laughs> so oh, guess, my God. So I guess that day she realized... And even the Damn. funniest thing, a whole year later, was it this summer where we were at the pool party? Uh, was this summer? I, last, uh, last, oh, last summer, yeah. Last summer, last summer. yeah. So the same boys I was making, a, I was making a joke with on on Twitter. They they host a pool party every year, blah blah blah, every summer. So I'm at the pool party. Everything's shout out scene group. Shut up, pool party was lit. Like, this doll done off. I'm saying bye to all the mad them. And, like, she's right there. She's like, yo, I gotta talk to you. I was like, this is fucking nuts. So, I guess we just talked. Like, yo, I'm sorry I ghosted you. Um, I probably should have had it better. I was like, blah, blah, blah. We had a conversation, just went our own separate ways. But, other than that, that was pretty funny. Fuck, that's sickening. So, bro. basically, <laughs> so basically. That's sickening. Like, how did you talk to her after that? That would have changed me. I would have been big petty no, at the no, pool party. No. Had big with some chicken wings in her yeah, face. So <laughs> she basically no. pulled up and was like, "Damn, not this filthy nigga." I was talking. I thought I was talking to Lynch. <laughs> yeah, relax, 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 relax. But to me, like, it's crazy. Like, I have a DM. Page. Like, I have a DM. So I don't, I don't know how she thought I was Lynch, but like, oh, that's a story for another day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Are you catfishing my things out here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. That's that crazy. Really Thinking you, my nigga Lynch over here. Wow, Fuck. nuts, bro. <laughs> Damn, catfishing things. <laughs> Funny ass story. <sighs> well, um, well, uh, we didn't really do a recap of All Star Weekend because I don't feel like yo ZQ man. You know, you just had to work, bro. I know, bro. Of course, we I wish know. we wish you to enjoy some other festivities, but you know, just know you the plug, 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 plug. <laughs> you the How was plug. the other events like the the day parties and stuff like that? So Saturday, well, okay, Friday, we get down there, long drive. When I get down there, I just take a nap because I'm just tired. But then we go to this. Uh, we start pregame and we go to this Jack Daniels event, and it's mm-hmm. pretty dope how they had it set up. You know, you you get a ticket, it comes with two free drinks. They had art spaces. It's like it's like in one of those old like uh, high school gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you get two free drinks, uh, and then in the like the gym floor, there's art pieces, and then they have like a basketball court, and they're handing out T-shirts and shit. So it's, it's dope how they had it set up. The only drawback, and I don't know if this is, you know, paints a broad brush on Charlotte, but, man, I, <laughs> I felt like it was 40 and over club. Like, <laughs> there was some mm. old heads in that joint. I'm like, yo, yeah. seen too many boot cut jeans, yeah. a, lot of, oh. a lot of denim jackets. <laughs> They're inspired. They're inspired by the GOAT. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> the boot jeans. to be like him. Yeah, y'all seen the... Boot jeans and, boot jeans and cactus jack. <laughs> <Holy fuck. laughs> y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all seen the MJ me? They were like, yo, he brings, brings out some jeans like, 
boot cut, make them wider. Right? The base and the jeans make them wider. That's the goat, bro. It was the, it was the goat's birthday, so they're trying to not the goat. Yeah, it was a lot of old heads, man. I mean, you know, the music could have been a little bit better, too. So, I mean, I feel like there was a bunch of different events happening all over, so you just had to pick the right one. But that one was, it was okay yeah. for like a, it was a, it was okay for one warm up. Um, but then obviously we go to the Rising Stars Challenge that night. You hooked it up. Then I went to sleep after that because it was just, I was just too tired. But then uh, Saturday we went to this day party. It was 40 ounce and waffles. So like, y'all know 40 ounce and 40 ounce van. Like yeah, guy on Twitter or whatever he throws these mm-hmm. parties. Um, you know, different cities. It's a big, it's a big LA day party type thing. So they tried to do the same thing in Charlotte, and same type of setup. You get there, you can get some drinks early, and like, you know, they had a big DJ booth set up. They had booths, but there was nobody in there, bro. Like, bare mm-hmm. space, just wide open, like. You know, they had a couple food trucks outside and stuff, but like it was it was just not it. Like I don't know if it popped off later, but we didn't we didn't, we weren't trying to waste any time. Yeah. Go back and pregame. And then uh <laughs> this is the funny part. So then Saturday night comes, so we you know, a couple of us go to the Saturday night dunk contest. And then uh <laughs> the a couple other people in the group, so the girls, right? They go to <laughs> This place called QC Social, where they said it was a quote unquote OVO party. <laughs> quality control. Man. There's quality control over there. No, nah, I think the QC stands for Queen City because it's Charlotte <laughs> Queen City Social, but they said it's the OVO party, right? And it, it looks like a nice little club, like a, it's in the alley. It looks like a nice lounge. I'm like, okay, I can see maybe why OVO picked this spot. <clears throat> And they promised they were like, "Oh yeah, Drake's showing up. J Cole, <laughs> J Cole's gonna stop through." Why do they have an OVO party in Charlotte? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I didn't want to. I didn't, yeah, want, yeah. I didn't want to say nothing. I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all have fun. Uh, yeah. Turns out <laughs> they get back, and I'm like, "Yo, Drake show up?" They're like, "No." <laughs> they were like uh, somebody named uh, Lil Baby was there I was like no he was, Lil Baby wasn't there and they were like oh no 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 not Lil Baby they like the producer Lil Baby I'm like who? <laughs> Lil Baby like shit so they said apparently it's some producer named the Baby Baby or some shit like <laughs> I was like wow okay but they were charging you know at least 70 ahead sometimes 120 to get in you know to get in the OVO okay. party so Hey man, the scammers they they never sleep any in any city. So uh yeah, Sunday went to a club um had a booth. That looked that looked okay. Yeah, had a booth. That was cool. You know, a lot of people were there. Uh so I don't know. It was it was a straight time. It was cool. You know, yeah. like I said you you were the plug, you hooked it up with all the events. Um, weather uh, weather could have been much better, but we made it we made it work, and uh, yeah, that's All Star Weekend for you. Yeah, let's, start, let's actually get into like the NBA All Star Weekend though. Like, okay, I think this, you guys think about it. The whole issue like, with Charlotte, bro, Lynch was it's not a big enough city to hold that many people. So the fact that like all the hotels are like uptown and stuff like that, like yeah. there was bare seats that were open in the 
Y'all got me saying bear. <laughs> <laughs> it was mad seats that were open um in the stadium. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it was crazy. And like I actually mm-hmm. found this out that the NBA actually anticipated it. So what they did was they offered like a free like sign up. So you come to the game like like an hour early and they sit everybody down in like the the lower mm-hmm. bowl seats to fill them up. And then, as soon as game time is about to start, they kick them up to the, the nosebleeds. So, mm. they take the photo. There's a photo taken that has all yeah. these people with the seats filled up in the lower bowl. Mm. And then, it's photoshopped into the actual current game time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it was actually pretty nuts, man. Yeah. Like, but, was... it, it is cool how they had their arena, like, in the city. That's another yeah. big thing when you have it, like, in the city around all the hotels, because... They said last year with L.A., obviously L.A. was lit because it's nice weather and stuff, but things tend to get spaced out. Same thing in New York. There was different locations. Mm-hmm. So it is good It's, it's good mm-hmm. to have a city where the arena is, like, right in the middle of everything. Uh, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge production with with, with everything involved. Um, but the next, city, I, the, next, the next few cities are trash for All-Stars. So, you know, it's up to y'all. Chicago, okay, Chicago's, Chicago's lit. The weather, the weather. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Weather wise, weather wise. You got Chicago, you got Milwaukee, Cleveland, and Indiana. Good luck, Indiana. But regardless, I feel like NBA is doing a good job with that outside game. Regardless, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they had Meek performing, they had J Cole performing. Yeah, like it was still like a good time. The right? NBA, even, even though uh, from yeah. if you're there and it might not have been the same vibe, like me watching at home, like I right. thought it was I did yeah. a great job. Like you mentioned, especially like yeah. having NBA culture, you know they right. do a lot of good things like promote like hip hop and right. and like mm-hmm. black culture. You like know? you, like you mentioned, Lynch, like the culture is very tight knit. You can tell everybody's there and having a good time. Like the players all like each other. You know, the they have good relationships with different rappers and entertainers that are there. Like everything's just one. It seems like one big family. Um, there's there's hardly any controversy that goes on during the All Star Weekend. Really, like. So mm. that was that was refreshing to see, I think, you know. Um everybody just came together and it was cool. The Meek performance was was pretty dope. Uh J. Cole, I think, was even better. So mm-hmm. they they definitely try to get a lot of entertainment involved with with you know, with the sport. So uh yeah, but like getting into the weeds, like you said, what, fr- Friday, the rising stars, I mean, anything really stick out. Kuzma won MVP, so mm-hmm. uh, I didn't even watch that shit. Slip, to nah. be honest. No, it was it was alright. I mean, you know, it, it was it was a cool event, but it's it's just usually for the you know the rising stars, the, the rookies and sophomores. They do it. USA versus World. Um, right. Kuzma's MVP <laughs> on and off the court, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Kuzma said, "I'm MVP. I'm gonna get him some cheeks." <laughs> That's exactly Instagram, Instagram model cheeks. You know what I mean? Instagram model. How body. old is Kuz? He's a young dog. Like 23. He's like 20, 21. Oh, 23. Supermodel her body, huh? Right. Mm. You trying to be like Tristan and like shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yo. That guy is, he, he is back game. at it again. He Yo. loved the game, man. Shout out DY alumni. <laughs> Brampton's <laughs> finest. Talk about it. Man, hey, TT. I said I saw a tweet, man. They were like, yo. TT must be <laughs> must he must get tired of reading his part in the script where I got damn I gotta cheat again. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's a mastermind, man. She yeah. is a mastermind. This is all thought out. I was having this conversation too. Like, like somebody asked me, "What do you think about the Kardashian?" I'm like, "It's an, it's an, it's an empire. Like, you have to respect it. Like, they, mm-hmm. everything is planned. You think relationships just happen just out of love and everything? No, like it's all planned. The cheating happens, like, planned. The kids that are born, it's all planned." I don't know if I'm having a kid with Chloe. It's crazy. It's crazy how how the kid's name's true, and that's what keeps them together. But they're so dishonest. (laughs) (laughs) Like how you getting the kid true, but you're cheating and shit. Like why Chloe smell like earring backs? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's definitely not wet down there. Like, it's not. It's not wet down there. Boof down there. Definitely boof down there. Big boof. I feel like, like man, Tristan is praying that she doesn't take him back. Like if Tristan, right. if Chloe takes Tristan back, he's gonna be mad. Tight. He's like, yo, come on. Sick. What do I gotta do, man? Nah, the way he's, the way he's moving, he's doing it on purpose. Man. He has to be doing it on purpose. She's, she's trying to screaming. get out. He's trying to get out. How old is TT? How old is TT? He's 27. Bro, he's too young to be settling down with Khloe Kardashian, bro. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Like, what? I got, it was just one of those things. Like, it was the same thing. Like, Khloe started looking better. She got work done. She slimmed down. And then niggas were attracted to her at one point. She was running through Harden. I French. Who she was running through. French. 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 All French. And then she just landed with Tristan. And Tristan's like... Young oh, boy, I like it for now. I'm a young boy, money. You know what I mean? I can be up in Calabasas. All the <laughs> yeah, he Christmas was in Calabasas cool all in. summer, bro. Chris Jenner Christmas party and everything, you know. So he just got hooked. He's like, mm. fine, I'm with it. But now he's just like, nah, I can't do this. You know what but, I mean? Because but are you dumping in Chloe? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> are you dumping in Chloe? Like when I'm like, I'm just not. Ugh. Yo, like dumping, dumping? I don't know. Still. <laughs> Yo, do you <laughs> think? <laughs> do you think they really? I mean, the whole Lamar Odom situation was. I mean, it kind of turned sad how that shit happened. But like, when that family excommunicates, quote unquote, excommunicates somebody from the family, like, do you really think they them, or are they still sending funds their way? They have to be sending some funds their way. What you do you mean by funds? Like. Someone that has been involved in a relationship with somebody with the Kardashians, right? Let's say they were on reality TV and they were making mm. bread, you no. know, while they were part of that family. But then somehow the relationship ends and then they're doing their own thing. You think they're still sending them the royalties? <laughs> no, 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 no. You think Chris Humphries is out Hell here getting no. royalties? <laughs> nah, fuck out of here. There's no way. They got no royalties. They don't have no publishing rights. I mean, they probably get they probably getting paid at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but not like continuously. Right. Okay. I would be surprised if if Chris has him signing NDAs, bro, mm-hmm. at the beginning. <laughs> but how do we know that Chris is running all these operations, bro? Yeah, that's just how the internet, bro. That's just everything's an allegation. Everything's an allegation. Like this could be fake and everything, but like you know how she just operates. I'm pretty sure keeping up with the Kardashian season 20 or whatever is probably coming up in April or something when all the shows come back. Mm-hmm. So it just gives them a headline. So that's like, like you'd have to think like that. Every time, every time something happens, cheating allegation, <laughs> kids hiding a baby, 
Mm-hmm. Like, it just helps with the storyline. You know what I mean? So, he said Kylie Jenner's uh, new lip kit is going to be called Betrayal. <laughs> yeah, let's get into Jordan, though. <clears throat> oh, like, my gosh. That's crazy. Um, like, bro, she's just another bird, dog. But I don't like, even want like, to get exactly. into it. it, does, it That's all not, it is. She's just another bird. Like, you were blessed with having Kylie Jenner as a best friend, and you want to throw that all away? By for, T- for Tristan Thompson? Tristan Thompson? Like, yo, Devin was about to work Booker Hart, for real. He was probably lit in the club. <clears throat> Just down for whatever. And you know, yeah. you know Tristan's nasty. Why Tristan in the club regardless? Like, T.T. is a filthy dude, bro. Damn, has Tristan Thompson played this year? Ask him for a friend. Like, yeah, this guy's a bomb. <laughs> Man, this guy is trash at basketball, but he still got paid. I'm hey, sick. Paid, he's good. Dog, crazy, good, bro. Man. We might have to respect him. He had that he's one good, good year, bro. That one good year. Huh. No, we might, we have, might to have to respect, respect him. Because if he, dude, he got the cheating allegation number <sighs> one, and that one had evidence, and that one was crazy. <laughs> if he can get through this one, like, <laughs> man. Even though I, 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 I don't even know if he wants to get through this one. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if he wants to get through this one. I don't know. But, Shit yeah. is crazy. Speaking of crazy, bro, I think I don't know if we touched it on it uh, too much in detail, but the whole what's his name, Jesse Smollett, bro, this shit mm-hmm. is coming out now. It's fake that he staged it. Like, yeah, and then Cardi, you know, Cardi B came out today and said, This nigga ruined Black History Month. Well, okay, let, let's, let's, <laughs> let's explain the story for the listeners in case they're not aware of the story. Oh man, all right, so you know, Jesse Smollett, the, the big actor off of Empire, this happened what, like, uh, early, early February, uh, or in the maybe, yeah, two, three weeks ago. It must, no, I, I think, it, yeah, it definitely happened like first couple of days of February, yeah, yeah. And um, he was attacked in he was quote unquote attacked in Chicago. Um, it was supposedly caught on camera, you know, with guys in masks, fully uh, hooded up, some mega, mega hats, hats, right? And mm-hmm. they beat him up and said, "Oh, that's that uh, faggot uh, black guy off of TV," mm-hmm. and. I think two or three guys beat him up. Supposedly he was caught on camera, and yes. they left him there lying in the street with a noose around his neck. Yeah, and he gets checked into a hospital, and then this is what this is what he recounts from the incident that they were saying those type of things, and they're wearing the mask, and you know said that racist shit. And there was all this outpouring of support through social media saying this is wrong, like we're with yeah, yeah. we're with you. Yeah. Uh and everybody thought that the attack was real. But then now reports are coming out saying that he staged it and that he was found uh hanging out with his attackers a couple hours before the incident occurred. So <laughs> Hmm. The question Damn. I pose is like, why are people? Why do? Why does someone like that even need to go to the lengths of of trying to create this fake publicity? Like what? Yeah. Staging like a hate. Why? It's, it's crazy. Like from it- from what? 
from what I heard and what I was doing my research, um, I heard he was supposed to be getting dropped from the show. <laughs> so I was like, but he also uh, has music. Like, he had, he had music I, coming out as well. He dropped an album, didn't he? How do you? Or something or a project? Because <sighs> the thing is, like you know, if you're about to if, think about it, like if you're, if you're about to get yep. dropped from a show, that that attack happens to you, bro. You can't. They can't. Like, you know how hard it is? It's going to be very hard for him to drop mm-hmm. from the show now. You know what I mean? Why? Yeah. Why not? Why is it going to be hard to drop from the because show? Because it's, it's like a sympathy thing. You have all yeah. this. You, you know it's a mean? sympathy thing. You have all these people supporting you because of this, you know, shit that supposedly happened to you. And for the network to drop you, then yeah. everybody would be, you know, bashing the network for dropping them. Basically, they're saying that it was all a rumor. Like, it never happened. That. Well, that's, that's an investigation rumor? right now. Yeah. That it's it's not actually what it was said to be. And I and I, and I'm about to say something, man. And this shit is actually I don't want this to come off rude to anybody of any of our followers, but I honestly feel like that the LGBTQT I said that right. TQ TQ LGBTQ community is kind of put on a pedestal above all other like. You know, but, but that's the communities thing. That's, that's, that trying, are, that's the thing. Yeah. You try to put together the LGBTQ community and like racism together. Mm. You brought those two together, and that's what it made it even a bad, or like a, even worse. Right. Those are two like the hatest groups in America per se. Yeah. Right. And you try to bring it to the attention, putting something that's hate against blacks and gays together. Of course, it's gonna get attention. Of course, mm-hmm. it's gonna. But you can't. You can't terrible, do that right? because because. Of course, the, that's the why gays, it looks the even worse. The gays that aren't black don't give a damn that you got beat up. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god. Of, of course, but like that's the thing. Like, for it to be fake makes it even a bigger thing. Because like now, anytime something happens to a gay or a black, now they're gonna be like, oh, it's probably just mm-hmm. fake for attention. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's what that's what's bad about it. Like, if it's right. not true, right. then you're staging a hate crime. Now, every time people think about it, it's like, oh. So someone just they just something for attention, you know. Right. So that's why it looks bad. This looks. It, that's why they have to do the investigation. This looks it, right? so, like this looks yeah. terrible, man. Like so he messed like, up. Cardi, Cardi definitely exaggerated by saying he ruined Black History Month. But bro, like this is a damper on fucking Black History yeah. Month. Like there's been so much, this, man. It's man. Crazy. Like that. Yeah, that that's a story that I've been following. I'm just like, man. <laughs> People will do anything for some publicity, right? yeah. and people was giving a mad shout outs. Like yeah. I know, yeah, that's what that's what cheesed me off was like all the celebrities coming to his aid and all that. And I'm the type that like I don't believe anything like the first time I see it on the internet, so I never looked into. And the like the story. people that, but now that it comes out, I'm like, yo, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. The story was way too mm. wild. All right. Like at least in this day and age, like it was just way too mm-hmm. many things were like going wrong mm-hmm. against them right. for me to be like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, I know some wild shit happens in America, but like with this, I had to, I, I second guessed it, and I'm glad I did. But like were... at the end of the day, it, it it dampens Black History Month. It dampens the credibility of now Black people who are actually gonna go through this shit. Like right. it's just terrible. Like, I, like I can't even speak upon mm-hmm. it anymore. Like it's sickening. Yeah. There were, there were a few red flags in the story. So. Yeah. And yeah, like, how do these people, the people that supposedly beat him up, how do you even know who he, who he is? You know what I mean? If you never watch Empire, <laughs> right. you know who he is? 
Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't, bro. So like, exactly. they gonna be like, oh yeah, that's the that's that gay black dude from Empire. And like you said, like like you and like you kind of watching that show. Like you kind of <laughs> mentioned, Craig. Like it sucks because this type of shit takes away from the the victims that it actually does happen to. So now, mm-hmm. if something like this happens again, people are gonna be like, mm, did it really happen? Which that's not fair. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if it really does happen to somebody, then it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it sucks, man. Black History Month is almost over, and there's not much good things that we're to be able to talk about, really. Like, yeah. the Grammys didn't even do much for Black History Month. Like, I know NBA helped by, like, having, like, Meek Mill perform and J. Cole perform, and NBA always does a good job of promoting Black History Month, but anything else has been like nothing really it's just been a distraction man all yeah. these fashion yeah. companies coming out with mm-hmm. stuff man nuts it's just all been a, a crazy distraction from what's important that's really going on you know and the importance of this month and 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 what it means to the history of of, of black people yeah yo in terms of in terms of like all this fashion shit like yo what do y'all think about it like do y'all think these fashion Companies are just doing it to get their name out there, quickly apologize, people start buying no. your shit? Or, like, or do you think, like, these guys are actually clueless to the shit no. they're putting out? I, okay, first of all, I feel like these, like, fashion designers, these high, these, especially the expensive ones, they don't really care about if black people are buying their stuff regardless. Yeah. That's not their target market. Like, they it's want not... the, the rich corporate, like, white people wearing their stuff. They don't really want, like, mm. the soldier boys... And like the rappers wearing their stuff, yeah. so uh-huh. for them to put up like racist, like designs and stuff, like it may like of course they're gonna apologize about it, like but they're hoping maybe they're hoping of course it's just speculation maybe they're hoping they'll scare away blacks from wearing their designer stuff. Yeah, so. I don't think they want us wearing it in general. And yeah. even if they do put it out there, they don't. They know they're not gonna care. They know ignorant motherfuckers like Floyd Mayweather is gonna get up there and be like, "I don't care." Exactly. Uh, I mean, that ain't had nothing had to do with me. That mm-hmm. had nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to deal with with racism as much as like the average Joe has to deal with it. Like yeah. his racism might be, you know, somebody saying some racist stuff on his comments and his Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. But like people are just respecting mm-hmm. him because he's Floyd Mayweather in general. Yeah, exactly. But like these these fashion designers, one, they're clueless about what they're putting out there. They are mm-hmm. clueless. They 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 really don't know. And two, um, it's just lack of diversity on their on their uh on their teams when they decide to design this stuff. Yeah. Lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. Like like how do you not thinking that like this may be offensive to a certain community, a certain a certain uh gender or whatever. You know, it's just I don't know man. It's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Because like, what? Most of these, most of these, like, I don't want to knock on Europeans, but most of these, like, high end, um, fashion companies are European. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm just going based on this. I'm not. I don't want to knock people from the Netherlands or like Netherlands like tradition. Because I know a guy, one of my boys, Toby, who lives out in the Netherlands, and he was posting about an article during Christmas time that, um, in the Netherlands, this character called Black Pete. So essentially, Black Pete was some guy who basically is dressed in blackface who was Santa Claus's helper, essentially. And I guess this tradition is still going on where everywhere Christmas, 
white people are dressing around as like blackface. Mm. And I guess I guess there's been things of people trying to get rid of it and like they dead ass stay like, yo, this is our mm. tradition, like yo, we're not trying to get rid of this shit. But yo, when you look at this cartoon, it's fucking nuts, bro. It's like a nigga mm. in blackface, obviously red lips, two gold earrings on, big ass nose, yeah. like yo. So it's like I feel like, yeah, I think it's maybe it's just ignorant. Maybe you just feel like, yo, this is what we grew up on. It's not racist to us. And then, some, I don't know. It's, I don't know. There's some places out there, man, especially in Europe where, like, you know, they... I feel like they know... You, know, you all know racism is wrong, but, like, mm-hmm. they they don't understand the actual impact and significance of it. You know, they're not feeling the, the, the way, the shockwaves of putting something like that out. How right. it, how it resonates here in America because it's different over here. I feel like it, you know we if there's if we see something that's wrong, like we'll speak our mind and like be like, yo, that's like that's fucked up. Over there, people probably don't even speak up. Like it's just it's like oh, just normal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the whole like y'all saw the picture with uh you know Andres Iniesta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and his and his family was like. <laughs> Like I mean, what was it, the one guy wearing blackface? So it's like, in different European cultures, man, they, man, that shit just, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no repercussions for 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 that. Like they they feel like they can get away with anything. So I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's transition off of that. Let's see what else we got, man. Uh. So. <laughs> CQ, you uh, <laughs> when you first got to Charlotte, man, you had us dying and talking about <laughs> Uber picked you up from the airport, and he, <laughs> and he wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to help you put your bags in the in the car. So that kind of sparked a little <laughs> conversation that we had about our general mindset when it comes to tipping. So <laughs> this goes into like. You know, when you're at a restaurant, how you tip, when you're at a bar and you tip, when you're at a hotel or like an Uber, yeah. like you said. What, what's your mindset when you when it comes to tipping? Like, what has to be done All to right. get a good so, tip or leave no tip? <laughs> please enlighten me. <laughs> Buggy. Anyways. You cheap-ass niggas. <laughs> I understand. Coming from the guy who's the guy who's arguing because he's gonna tip two dollars more. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, bro. Is, bro. Yo, at least I'm tipping, bro. Like you guys, yo, we never yo, said yo, that we're not tipping. Like, no, no, no. We never. Yeah, you did we're say tipping. that. Buggy. I'm not tipping. Buggy, listen to me. So every time you take an Uber, you're, you're saying you're you're tipping. Not... every time you take Uber, you tip. I don't tip Uber. Okay, then. So what Ubers. the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Back to what I was talking restaurants. about. I'm only going right. to argue restaurant salary jobs. Okay. Waste, man. Can we get it to... <laughs> Waste, man. All right. Anyway, so this is what happened. The Uber picked me up. He pulls up to the car. He sees I have this big-ass heavy suitcase. You know what I mean? Like, the suitcase is heavy. I also have a book bag, and I have a duffel bag. You know what I mean? It's a long week or whatever. So I, like, walk to the back of the trunk. He just pops it. Doesn't get out. So I'm just like, yo, man, like, if you're coming to an airport, like, and you're coming to pick somebody up, like, you should be getting out and helping them with their bags. I don't care if it's, like, a female or whatever. And even if you get out and say, hey, I got it, like, that's all I see. Because typically, I'll lift it myself either way. But it's just, like, that thought that counts that you're, like, getting out willing to come help me with my bags. Because you don't know what type of disability I may have. You don't know if, like, you know, one of my arms might be, you know, disabled or whatever. 
You know, so he doesn't come help me with my bag. So when I sent that snap, I was like, basically, he's receiving no tip for his Uber. Okay, so obviously Uber is very different. I get it, it's still a service, but, you know, that's just my opinion. Like, as an Uber, I think you still need to hold some type of level of professionalism Mm because it's still a a car driving service Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So on to your topic about restaurants, Boogie. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, if I come to a restaurant and... Where the waiters are making less than minimum wage. Okay, I get that. You're, the waiter is making less than minimum wage. If you're coming to a restaurant and I'm not receiving the service that I think I should be receiving, and you know this happens where certain races, I mean certain uh, waitresses spend more time at a certain table just because they think they're going to get tipped more at that table. And that happens and all the time. They? And that happens all the time. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that I got to sit here and tip you outrageous just because you're working uh, a minimum wage job. That doesn't mean that. That's not my argument. My argument is the principle that they're working a minimum wage job where in well-ran establishments, they might have to tip out the kitchen, which means but the why thing- do cheap niggas and black people you can't sit there and say you can't sit there and say no not to tip. Come into the restaurant and then continue not to tip because oh you're not getting excellent service oh they're spending more time with the white people. I never like, said that, bullshit. bro. I'm trying, I'm trying to change the thinking and the mindset and like extinguish the stigma. Is what I'm arguing. No, but, I'm not arguing no. But you can't even say a stigma. The principle and the stigma. we never said that we're not tipping, but I'm tipping based off the service that I receive. If you come to my table and the only time I see you is when you take my order and deliver my food, I'm not about to give you no outrageous tip. You didn't come to ask me if I'm okay. You didn't come to ask me if I need a refill. You didn't come to ask me if if I need anything. If I see you twice out of the entire time I'm at your establishment, then I'm not giving you no outrageous tip. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, you didn't really do anything for me. <laughs> Simple, no you didn't do anything. Yeah, you didn't do anything tips. for me. No one's talking about So you're going to get tips. a basic, a 10% to 15% tip. Simple Koza, that. what are you about to say? I was going to say the same thing. Like, while we're talking the group, we never said we're going to an establishment or not tipping. The only way I'm not tipping is if I get, like, absolutely poor right. service. Like, if the service is absolutely poor, where <laughs> I feel like the waiter's being disrespectful <laughs> to me, that's the only situation where you're not right. going to get a tip. If you give me basic service, like ZQ saying, you come once, you come mm-hmm. like twice, then you're getting the standard 50% mm-hmm. tip. If you go above and beyond, you come more than times, you're engaging, you make jokes, you're going to get a 20 to 25, maybe 30% right. tip. Like, mm-hmm. then I'll tip you good. But it's a, like you, you work in a service job, you can't use that argument that, yeah, I make less than minimum wage, so I deserve a tip. I a didn't tip, say they deserve a tip. A tip. I said... They literally you, have no, to but, pay out a kitchen at the end of their shift. So for you not to tip them is literally I'm aware making that. them pay out of their own pocket. I'm aware of that, but do you know what a tip? You know what the definition of a tip is? Right. <laughs> a tip is a tip is money. Exactly, based on the bro. You <laughs> exactly. So if you don't get good service, you don't get a good <laughs> tip. What are you talking about, bro? Talk, bro. Come I'm not talking a tip about a good entitled, tip. Bro. That's the thing. A I'm tip, just talking about. Okay, a tip but we never said that we're not going to tip. I said, but. We said you're but getting the I basic do agree tip. with you, Kojo, <laughs> that like if is. I come there and you're being disrespectful, like you throw something on the table, if you like, you know, get snappy with me, if I'm asking for a request that might be out of ordinary or whatever you might think it is, uh, then I'm not going to tip you. I don't <laughs> give a damn. Like you don't treat people like that just because you're in a bad mood. And actually, this one girl said like, "Oh, what if they're having a bad day?" I'm like, "Okay, if I'm having a bad day, that means I just I can come and be rude to my colleagues." 
I can be rude to my coworkers. I, I can just do whatever and walk around with a with an attitude all day. I know, but I get a pass. I'm, like, I'm I still feel... get paid though, right? No, my ass gonna get it's fired. Because I feel you guys act like a waitress job. Yeah, is based all on holly, you, because I work. Rainbow. I work. A, <laughs> I work a service. I work. A, I work a service job too. Like I have people like yelling at me almost every day, but like I can't take my other on other people because I'm angry. I work a service job. I chose to work a service job. When I come into work, I have to give the mm-hmm. best of my ability. Like, whether that means I'm upset or whether I'm having a bad day. If I'm having a bad day, I'd rather just not go into work and take that out on someone else. Right. Yeah, but you don't have to give a, a portion of what you made that day to anybody else. Yeah, but they, at the end of the day, when they, get, when they most, when, even when they tip out, they're taking home more than I make. Right, okay. day. <laughs> most wages, most wages get Making tips while I make my standard salary a day. So I don't know Yo, how I I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask y'all a question though, <laughs> and be honest. Uh, how many times did y'all get your bill back, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, all right, it's let's say a hundred dollars and ten cents. Are you leaving that nine ninety tip to round it out to one ten? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like whole numbers. I'm rounding it up all the so, so what if sometimes you're rounding out the numbers, but you're leaving a below, uh, you know, below tip, like below the tip right. line, just because you want to round it out to a, a whole number? Then I then I walk out the establishment and I feel a little guilty. <laughs> yeah. I say a little prayer. Oh my god! And I move this is on so with my hypocritical. Day. I don't even know yeah. why we're having this conversation because I know you're guilty of doing that, man. I be I be doing it. I'm easy, I'm a calculator guy. I pull my calculator out. Okay. And I do the percentage. See, you're you're a good guy. I need to start Simple doing that. I, I really need to. That's I really what I do. do. And you can even do it on Google, bro. You can go on Google and type in. Whatever your amount was, and then put in fifteen percent, it'll tell you mm-hmm. how much you owe. See, I kind of do it. I do it in my head. So honestly, I try to get as close as possible to what I think. You know, like you said, if it's the standard fifteen percent temp, that's that's easy to calculate in my head. You know, if when it gets to like eighteen twenty, if I'm feeling generous, then you know I'll I'll, I'll give them a few extra. Right. But, but like you were saying, how the, the transportation type tip, like, yeah, man, that's that's kind of basic. That's like basic courtesy as an Uber driver, taxi driver, whatever. If you're picking up somebody from the airport, you know, you should be willing to help them put the bags in the car. That's, I mean, that's exactly first rule of thumb as an Uber or cab driver. Like, that has to happen. In Europe, when I went to Europe, man, those guys were rushing out the car as soon as I, I get up. Right? Exactly, picking up, bro. picking up the bags, putting it in the trunk. Closing it, opening the door, letting you get in, and then still having, a, still trying to have a conversation in the in the car too. Like I don't mind when you have somebody, you know, maybe traveling somewhere and uh, they they start talking to me in an Uber, you know, because you never know where they're coming from. Like right. That's, that that's a a good thing where you can you can get a tip out of it. Like right. So I don't know where like when this turned into somebody doing a service as it's like them doing you a favor. You know what I mean? Like you, like you don't even gotta pay them for this shit. Like I don't know where this. Well, see, like this is I, crazy, bro. Well, still, I feel like Uber, man. Like I think we talked about it maybe earlier, but Uber, Uber used to be like a professional. It felt like a professional car service where it was yeah. like every time I'm getting in an Uber, I feel like I'm in a limo. Now it's like anybody can drive an Uber, right? <laughs> Anytime they want. It so, could be, yeah. 
any type of car, anytime they want. Like it's not an exclusive type of thing anymore. Yes. It could be any type of person just pulling up and and like for instance popping a trunk. And I if think I was a if I was some ting, if I was some bad ting on the side of the curb, I bet you want to pop your trunk on me. You would have rushed your ass out the <laughs> car to come help out mm. and all this stuff. But like the fact that you see this dude who's well in shape putting his bags into the car, <laughs> you're like, all right, fuck it, let me just pop the trunk on this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. What? But I feel I like it... outside for a solid like ten seconds. Like, yo, did he really just pop his trunk? <laughs> <laughs> I got more right, people to pick bro. up. Bad disrespectful. Crazy. He's trying to he's trying to get as many rides as possible All Star Weekend. Bro. Yeah, no, he got no tip either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, be like that, man. Well, uh, tip for good service, man, and anything restaurants, Uber, but at the same time, be a good judge of what good service is. You know. Everybody has their own opinion. Right. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Damn, I need to stop closing out the docket. I'm trash. I'm trash, <laughs> man. By the way, the Southern hospitality is out of this world, man. Yeah, everybody's it's a real thing. Down there. Still, it's a, real, it's a thing. real thing. The food down there is amazing, too. So, I need that Southern Bell. Bring her back up here. I need that. <laughs> I need to go to Texas. Um, Everything's so, bigger in Texas, Boogie. So yeah, another another topic is uh, wealth versus ambition. Like, mm. so what is y'all's opinion about sticking with a girl through your struggle, or you know your struggle, your come up in your career? Maybe you're not making the amount of money that um, you want to later in life, so you're going through the quote unquote struggle or waiting for a more established woman. What is y'all opinion on that? Uh I'm gonna let Kojo start this one off. Um and so you said in terms of what having a girl with Walter um having a girl with that Yeah. Like Yeah, like you know, through your struggle and, and even through her struggle. So, are you gonna like? Would you wait for a, a girl that's maybe coming from a like a, a wealthy family, or do you prefer a you know? Okay, let me say this. Would you want to date somebody that comes from like a wealthy family, or would you be willing to stick it out through someone if they are still trying to figure things out? But it goes on for like a prolonged period of time. How long is prolonged? Let's say let's say you're in a relationship for like I don't know four or five years, and she's still <laughs> figuring things out. Like there's no there's no like plan. There's no oh, there's, there's no, no ambition. Plan, then no, you know. Mm-hmm. If there's no ambition, yeah. Okay. If we're if it's tough times. She's having tough times. I'm having tough times, but there's ambition. Let's say, maybe tough times because she's going to school. Right. She has to pay for school, or maybe she's trying to start up her business. Then yeah, then for sure, definitely, I'll stay support her as mm-hmm. much as I can and be there. Um, but if there's no like, if there's no wealth and then there's no ambition as well, then nah, there's definitely I can't do that. Then I don't, like, I don't think anybody could do that. You can't start a family with no wealth at the end of the day, right? That's just gonna cause more mm-hmm. problems in terms of when we look at divorces. Main main reason for divorces are financial mm-hmm. issues. 
So you're so you don't wanna so you, you don't wanna end up like Jeff. <laughs> so it's like I don't know like you know what I mean? They gotta, so gotta you be would realistic. Possibly stick with somebody that maybe comes from wealth, but then she is well she has no ambition. Like she's just living off the family's wealth. And you know, you, and, no. and you know, oh. you can profit off of it. Like, oh yeah, damn. like, like I'm getting... bro. Why are you asking this question that all niggas would do? Bro? Like, I'm getting, I'm getting spoiled. Uh, you know, I'm being, maybe making connections with her dad and his friends and shit. Exactly. But bro, she got. God, but your girl has no ambition. <laughs> she just hey, looks. look, bro. Look, bro. Fuck. Regardless, man. I can do it if she's not relying on me to provide for everything. Like if Daddy's still taking care of her, then <laughs> I could probably do it, bro. Then, yeah, I could probably fucking yeah. do it. But I would, I would be a shitty guy, but yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but like so, if it's if, if I'm, shitty, if I'm providing for her and I'm her financial like you know stability, then nah, I can't fade it. But mm-hmm. I can do it because think about it, man. Like you got to take this into consideration. Any type of debt. Or burden that your significant other have, you take that on. So, like, if if she's having, she has to take care of her parents and pay for her parents' home and whatever they gotta go to, or she gotta take care of her her uh, sister, her nieces or nephews, send them through school. That burden is yours. So, like, you know, if she comes from a good family and it's both, man, like, uh, trust me. Like later down the line, you're gonna be like, yo, I'm glad I did this. <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. It, it might sound shallow <laughs> as much as it is, but like Very. the stress behind it, <laughs> the stress behind it sucks. Now, if you find a girl and she's if she has all this burden, but she's a she's a rider, she has ambition, I would take that too. You know what I mean? Because that means that yeah. someday, you know, we might be get out of these tough times. Mm-hmm. But if it's a girl and she relies on her dad for everything, or well, not dad, but parents in general for everything, mm-hmm. and they have wealth. But she treats me well. She respects me well. Her family, she comes from a good family. Why not stick with her? I feel like it's, yeah, but it's still more gratification, like, going through the struggle and then getting to that point. Like, that's, like, Yeah, but that's not everybody's story. You know what I mean? You're like, right. Everybody right. loves that story of, like, going through the struggle and this, this, and that, man. But that's not how society is anymore, man. We got... Think about how many kids you went to school and, like, they come from wealthy families and stuff like that and they get set up in good jobs. Like, you can't sit there and, and dwell over that, oh... He didn't have to go through the same struggle as me to get like, all right, well, mm. that's not his setup. He, that's not his fault. That's not her fault. Can't blame <laughs> you know him what I mean? Because think about it. If you and your wife become wealthy and your kid is going through the struggle, are you going to want him sitting here coming in like, dad, I feel so bad. Timmy, Timmy parents are lost their job. Want to feel bad about that? Like, no. You're going to want your kid to have more than you have. Right. So. Sure. You know, that's just my view on it. Yeah. Well, how do y'all how do y'all feel about it though? Me and ZQ said, well, how we feel. How do y'all feel about it? Um, I mean, I, I think like what you kind of mentioned, Kojar. Like, I, I have to see some type of ambition out of her. You know, like, of course, there's gonna be that figuring out stage. Everybody gets to the point where they're like, okay, maybe I need, maybe I'm not passionate about this anymore, but I'm passionate about so-and-so so i have to make the necessary steps to, to follow that you know so right. there's always a transition there might be a transition phase in, in some people's lives where they they want to do something else right and that that takes uh you know different financial plan um 
So if that's the case, yeah, you got to be supportive of that. But as long as they have something that they want to attain and there's a goal in sight, like you have to support that. If they're just going through the motions with shit and just letting, like not, sounds cliche, but not like, not making life what you want to be and just letting life happen to you, then, then that's, that's not an attractive trait to me. You know, and, I agree. And that's not worth sure. your time because I feel like in any situation, the relationship that you're in, you should be inspired by your significant other and vice versa. You know, like you, they they should be uh, you know, inspiring you to be better every day and what you do, and just to be a better person, and likewise the same way. So if that if they're if it isn't, you know, compatible in that way, if if you guys aren't inspiring each other with what you guys want to attain and what you guys could be in the future, then there's, you guys are wasting your time. That's how I look at it. So facts. That's my two cents. Facts, yeah. color man. Facts, color man. Factoid. <laughs> so. So yeah, yeah. Um, what can so we? What you saying? What you saying, Boogie? What you doing? Yeah. Mr. At the Bugs. end of the day, Mr. Books, she has to have a plan. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a two year plan, a five year plan, and a ten year plan. And, and if you guys heard episodes one through three, you already know I jump way ahead with these plans. So I want to know like day one, day two, like you know where you want to see yourself and what you want to do. Because mm. with my former thing, like she was a little lost, like she. Didn't know she wanted to work. She didn't know she was going back to school. But she was young. So that's the other thing I was going to comment was that age also plays a factor. If she's in her 30s, you know, and she expects it all from you, and yet she ain't doing shit, then, you know, that's not the one for you. Like, you don't want to pursue something like that. Mm. But, you know, if if she's in, like, her mid-20s, and she comes from money, but doesn't want know what she wants to do, again, you don't want to you don't want to entertain that. You want somebody that, like, like um, Fab said it, she matched my fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want someone to challenge you and build, and you guys want to grow together. But if she's at that point where, you know, she's a little bit stalling, and if you got to encourage her as well. So it's like a two-way thing. Like, you got to work for her, too. Yeah. But if she's at the point where she doesn't want to work anymore, she's giving up. She's like, oh, yeah, my man is going to be making this much. Like, I could just cool. Like, I can just whatever, like, rub his back, make him meals. Like, I don't have to get my own. Then there's the problem. Like, I like you need a go-getter at the end of the day. Like, you guys both have to be hungry mm-hmm. and want that success, for me at least. Like, at this point in my life, I'm really attracted to girls that, like, want that success. So it's like... You got to be able to, you got to be a go-getter too. You know what I'm saying? You got to bring something to the table as well. Hmm. And that's a, that's a, I think this is a sign of the times that we're in now, like where women are becoming more and more powerful in society in general, getting more jobs, you know, getting seats in, in Congress and shit like that. Like back, I don't know, 60, 70 years it's a completely different mindset than what it is now. Like shit, even like, back in the eighties, bro. Yeah, it's like guys are the ones that are going out, making a living, take you know, bringing home the money for the family, and and the wife is at home taking care of the kids, making dinner, just being a housewife. But now we're in that, you know, that time where we're looking for ambitious girls, um, 
You know, I mean, a lot of times, you know, girls out here, are, women out here are, are making more money than the men. And ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Facts. Like, Yo, I had no problem with that. My shorty bringing it nope. to me. Bro, I am con- fully content with that. Yeah. yeah. Fully <laughs> content with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, shout out to the uh, our queens out there. You know what I'm saying? Grinding. We're trying to keep up with y'all. Right. But, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Um, what y'all think of, quickly, what y'all, what y'all think of the, the Grammys? Drake's speech in, in particular. He had a point, correct? Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I feel like most, most a lot of talented artists don't get recognized at the Grammys when they should. So I would hope artists don't use the Grammys as I made it, because mm-hmm. I don't even I didn't even watch. But the thing is, knew, like the thing is, stupid. The Grammys isn't even for us. We know what the Grammys is. Mm-hmm. So what Drake was speaking on is like we don't have to look up to Grammy winners as like the. I know even though it's like it's a great achievement knowing that you're a Grammy winner, mm-hmm. it's not the end all. If you like you said, like if you have fans come. To your shows, listening to your music, streaming your music—that's what means the most at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're making money out of what you're putting out, right. not getting a Grammy. And so, and it's no for sure because I don't know for sure because I guess the Grammys is seen as the highest accolade a musician could win. Yeah. I but, guess that going off, but that, like but the key, obviously, I agree to the what two key words that he said was, well, he, he was saying it's an opinion-based sport instead of a fact-based sport, like. You exactly. can't compare a Grammy, winning a Grammy to winning a Super Bowl or winning a tennis trophy. Like, that's that's winning that trophy in sports. Like, that's a fact. Like, you are the best player. It's not opinion. Yeah. You're not relying on anybody else. You exactly. did that shit. With because exact for example, like we we what we see with Cardi B winning best rap album. It's just an opinion. Right. Since she's the hottest like person in the game right now. All the people yeah. want on Pepsi wants to have commercials and everything. They want her to do the Super Bowl. That so everyone's opinion is going to be like, oh, Cardi should win. Right. But it's not the facts. It might not be the actual best rap album out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. So he he made a, a perfect point, and of course they cut him off because they're shallow as shit, and they know, they know. So. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. But yeah, he dropped so far gone ten year anniversary. I think we all share the same sentiment on Drake's impact. I was having this conversation too. But best, best male artist of our generation, of our I'm talking people that are around like the age maybe twenty to twenty nine, that through high school, college, middle school, high school, college, whatever we're in right now, like most consistent. Artists, male artists out here. So for like, okay, for you, ZB, like, when did you like start like taking a drink? Like, were you was this the album for you, or was it even it, from comeback season and mm-hmm. room, for, room for improvement? I'm not gonna lie, it was definitely so far gone. When, like, right. when that's I why first, I think it was for most of us. When I yeah. first heard "Best I Ever Had," I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, who is this nigga? <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then I listened to "So Far Gone," and then obviously. It you know took a life on its own from there, but that was that was the first time. And then of course, with a lot of stuff, you go back and you listen to what they 
put out before. So then I listened to Comeback Season, and then the buzz built up for his next album, Thank Me Later. So, yeah, I, I consider myself growing up with him and, and listening, like being a big fan of him since so far gone, you know? Yeah, and it's it's crazy that it's been like ten years since this came right. out, right? It's like, yeah, shit. And to see his growth from what he was back then, I mean, from so far gone to where he is now, like he's made all the right chess. Moves. Like, how crazy is it? In two years, technically two years, it will be ten years since Take Care dropped. Like, what? Take Care, yeah. fam. Mm, yeah, that's it's classic. Yeah. Like, I remember high school vividly since then. I mean, I don't know if that that makes us feel bad because we get older, shit, but. Yeah, I like just being at the top of the game for that long. Like he and he's clearly still the, the at the top right now. Like anybody can benefit off of a Drake feature, and he can put on anybody that he wants because he has that that power, you know. So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he goes about this year because like last year you seen how he hopped on um, that uh, what was that song last year the dance song. Um, fucking look alive look alive yeah. right like how he hopped right. on look alive and then like the year before he hopped on that song with dave and then he tried with the uk vibe like every year he does something different yeah and right so like yeah. and we talk about and we talk about the overarching theme of artists too so okay drake's not the best like dancer we know that maybe chris brown's a better dancer and then if you take the whole thing to a you know consideration but drake still puts on a good show like, when he goes on tour, it's a great show. Some people can't perform mm-hmm. live. They don't get the crowd involved. Mm-hmm. Like, Drake yeah. has never been looked at. Like, he, he can't perform. So. Yeah. Well, he's a, he was an actor at the end of the day, right? So, like, true. he probably takes pride in exactly. his ability to perform and put on a show, right? right? So. so, taking all that into consideration, I just think nobody has done it like him, man. Like, and he's cemented himself as the best male artist of our generation. And... Yeah, shout out so far gone, 10 years. And, uh, you know, we'll see what he does in 2019. Of course, he always finds yeah, a way to stay relevant. Yeah, that's that's what I find the most, like, fascinating. Like, how every year, mm-hmm. like, he finds Even when he different. doesn't drop an album in a year, he still stays relevant. Yeah. Features and yeah. all other shit. So, we'll see. But, yeah, uh, we're going to wrap it up there. This was episode 14 of the Mo's and Woes podcast. Everybody follow us at Mo's and Woes pod. Season Insta- two. On Instagram. <laughs> We're trying to be more interactive on Instagram. You know, if you followed us, you saw us getting active in Charlotte. And we right. post, post some memes on there. And uh, what we got? Oh, New Music Friday. Look out for Gunna. Dripper Drown 2. And then we yeah. got... Hey, watch yeah, out, yeah, watch out for baby washing <laughs> And we got... Watch off, out for baby washing them. Drop it. What, Derek Fisher. What's, what's Offset's uh, album name? What's it called? Anybody know? Uh, Set Gala. I, it, are you sure? <laughs> what? Set Gala. <laughs> is that a... I don't think that's what it's called. That's what it's called? It's called the Set Gala. Like, not the Met Gala. The Set Gala. All right. Oh my we'll gosh. take Boogie's word for that's, it. That's clever. That's kind of clever. <laughs> And then there's gigs dropping out of the UK. Mm-hmm. Get some UK vibes. Okay. And okay. then for the teenagers, Lil Pump, Harvard. No, shut Robert, up. Shut up. For the teenagers. <laughs> and myself, obviously, because I'm a Lil Pump fan. Wow. All right. Well, everybody pay attention to that. I'm using Music Friday. Of course, we'll probably have our reviews and take our lyrics way too seriously on the next one. So 
Um, yeah, everybody have a good rest of the week. I'm off work tomorrow because they just closed because of snow. So, yeah, we out. Stick to the models, Boogie. Yep, yep. Got you. We out. <laughs> Later. Peace.